Calling program is a proud member of the Palava family of podcasts. Check out all the shows over at Palava.com. That's P-A-L-A-V-I.com. Oh, it doesn't drip. Or no, anything. no, I don't think anything like that. It's no, he just. Look in the mirror, such an awesome sight. It makes me want to kneel down and pray. I'm so adorable and charming. I'm sure that you can see. And everybody's always. It's not a. It's not a law. They tell me I'm the greatest, and it's hard to disagree because I'm so perfect in every way. This information podcast contains themes and subject matter that may be inappropriate for some audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Think small NFL offensive linemen. I think that's fair. Welcome to Misinformation, episode 161. With you as always, I'm Zach. I'm Big Al. Yo! You're in the big boy chair today. What's up? It's weird not looking up to you. It's, I don't get to do that often. No. That's <laughs> straight ahead now. It's, it's a whole new fucking beautiful world, isn't it? How do you feel in the, like, the grown-up chair? Uh-huh. It's, Cause, it's good. Because that couch isn't comfortable, is it? No. It's it's kind of a... It's had been had been compromised too many times. Uh, <laughs> no, see, that wasn't my couch. Oh. That was Jenny's couch. Oh. That's, uh... Shit, you're going to have to... Oh! Oh, my God. Oh, I hurt myself. That's one... I do it over the machine. Oh, yeah, yeah, no shit. Oh, come on. This thing isn't working out the way. Motherfucker. God, you're not ever going to be a bartender. No. No, okay. I don't have the fucking... You know what? I've been meaning to talk to you about that. I don't have the patience for it. Well, I decided. Drunk people are kind of annoying. Well, and that's... and that's. I, I really think that maybe you should go into the Peace Corps or like some kind of social work. No. Because... Follow me here. Let me tell you why, okay? If you have the fucking patience... And like the wherewithal to to calmly and succinctly deal with stupid drunk people as often as you have to, and not get you don't get angry. At the very most, at the very most, I, this is what I see from you. <laughs> that's it. Just the, the palm on the top of the head, slide down the face, and that's that's the most angry I think I've ever seen. But see, uh, Peace Corps is a full time job, and I only bartend on the weekends because that's all I can handle. Right. Well, I, they had a. Uh, a, apparently a bar clearing brawl up at the upstairs after hours. The other yeah, night. I was off. I, wasn't, I was not there. Well, and you don't deal with that anymore, no, right? No. Because I believe, if I remember the quote from you was, I'm too old for this shit. I got hit in the head with a beer bottle. Yep, pretty yeah. much. And, and I was explaining that to Jenny. I said, she said, I'm surprised it took this long. I said, there's been lots of fucking bar clearing brawls up there. Yeah. That's why Al doesn't go up there anymore because he's a grown up now. I don't have, uh, well, I got insurance, but, you know, I'm sure my employer would not be happy if I took a beer bottle of the brain. Yeah, shattered a beer <laughs> bottle over my head. But it's just I don't need to be stabbed or roughed up in any way. Yeah. I mean, and thrown down the stairs or rolled down the stairs. Or, and we talk about you being a big guy. And I don't think we've ever been clear. You're not a fat dude. You are just a stacked large man. Think... Small NFL offensive lineman. I think that's fair. Yeah, I think like that's un- very fair. Undersized NFL lineman. Because you are ridiculously fit. I mean, I'm not like fast like a defensive lineman. Right, 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 right. And you're, I wouldn't call you chiseled. You're just a solid dude. I don't yeah. think anybody would describe you as fat. Right. right. Uh, well, some people, but 
my my doctor would call me clinically obese. But uh. see, and that blows my mind. And then do you turn to your doctor and go, "Hey, why don't you run a five k every weekend?" Yeah, you and your fat neck. Yeah. <laughs> Because you've talked, you drive truck for a living, yes. right? And the DOT now has new. It's not a. It's not a law. Okay. It's something that the local occupational health doctors are doing to kind of. Oh God, that's a good beer. To kind of, I guess it's to promote healthiness. Okay, so they are they refusing to sign off on you unless is that the deal? Yes, you in a in the federal DOT. Regulations, you can get, uh, you get a, you, you have to have a two-year uh, physical every, have physical every two years to get to be able to drive a truck. Okay. Uh, their new regulations is you have to have a 18-inch neck or smaller and have a BMI of 35, which is BMI of 35 is what I was at. I'm six three two eighty one. Right. And again, I cannot stress enough: you're not a bowl of pudding. Right, you're you are a, a fucking solid dude, and uh, so my BMI was 35, which is quote clinically obese on their scale. If you look it up on the BMI computer, uh, I like I would never describe you as obese. Like it doesn't make any sense to me. Like I I remember being at points in my life where I would describe me as obese. Like yeah. when I was 200 pounds, okay, on a fucking five foot six inch frame, that's fucking fat, sir. Yes. Like that's like, and even at this point, still, I'm still a little heavier. I'm about 178 right now. Okay. And I'm still heavier because we went to the go-kart track the other day mm-hmm. and, uh, I fucking took out, you know, I drive go-karts like, like, like it's my job. I'm, I'm awesome at that. Cause it's a little tiny car for a little tiny guy. Yeah. It's awesome. We're flying around the track and you know how you get tight on that turn and you kind of start skipping across the, mm-hmm. you know, the, the turn. I could feel my boobs bouncing. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a very uncomfortable feeling as a man who, I think that I've been becoming more fit recently, and I still have bouncy boobs. You're too self-conscious about those. About my boobs? Yeah. Dude. But you can think it's your your pectoral muscles, and just think of it that way. Well, I, the second time around, I tried that. I flexed when I went through the corner, and they still bounced. <laughs> I, okay, look. I'm Ric Flair. I want to be Hulk Hogan. <laughs> All right. Oh, Do you get the oh, reference? Oh, oh. Hogan's, Hogan's got saggy titties, Does too. he? Does yeah. he, though? I haven't seen him with the shirt off in a while, I guess. But yeah, well, I haven't either. But he did towards the end of his career. So they don't want to sign off on you, basically, right? I, because I, I've gotten it taken care of now. I right. went to a different doctor, and it he, was just the occupational. It's not a law, so I didn't I didn't circumvent right, anything. Right, right. And they failed me. My my original doctor through occupational health failed me because my neck was eighteen inches and it needed to be seventeen inches. See that's so ridiculous to me. Like and I understand who they're going after. They're going after fucking the, mah, the buffet busters. Yeah. I mean, oh god Jesus <sighs> Yeah, the guys that take five minutes to get in and out of their truck. Yeah. 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 They're going after they're going after people that are unhealthy. Which I understand. They don't want them to have a fucking stroke or a heart attack while they're driving this right. fucking this diesel fueled missile down yeah. the highway, you know, yeah. and that makes sense. But Jesus Christ, I mean be reasonable. Supposedly you know? it's something to do with sleep apnea as well. They want you to uh they they think it has uh your how thick of your neck is is controls how much you sleep and how good your sleep is. They wanted me to the guys that only viewed me for three months, uh, he wanted me to go pay a thousand dollars to get a sleep apnea test. What? Which I had three three years ago, and I passed. Well, and you, I think you kind of know because that's where you stop breathing while you sleep. Yes. Yeah, and 
you don't have that problem. No, I had a I had the sleep apnea test three years ago, and I uh, the lady said I stopped breathing once for three minutes and or three seconds. Holy shit! <laughs> three, Did you see the fucking look on my face? <laughs> three seconds. Sorry, I stopped once for three seconds. Yeah, I'm, I'm fucking Aquaman. <laughs> and uh, she said that I was a pretty peaceful sleeper compared to the lady next in the room on the in the room next to me she said she looked like she was running a marathon really just running and spinning she didn't even stay the whole night i slept for nine straight hours at some place that wasn't even your home yeah well, fuck them then i mean really like I, I can barely sleep for nine hours in my own fucking bed because of that stupid fucking dog who licks his b- ball sack not balls because he doesn't have any all fucking night you're at a fucking perfect you're in a, like a clinic basically yeah yeah song logs and they uh, they basically said if you lose weight, you're probably not going to have a problem. You know, if you, like, I had a very mild case of it, and they said if you lose weight, you won't have any problems. I think if you, if you stop breathing for three seconds once over the course of nine, I do that during the day when I'm awake. And this like is, if I get startled. And this is with all the shit attached to you. Right. I had like a hundred wires attached to me. I, I'm, I'm a roller when I sleep. Right. And I had to lay on my back just... Lay there with all this stuff. Because you can't roll over. Yeah, because well, well, I'm bald and all that stuff would pop off my head and stuff. <laughs> Believe me, I know, I know exactly what you're saying. And, I, and they got to come in and reattach it. Otherwise, the computers beep at them and stuff. It, well, because it's not getting a reading, which is the entire right. purpose of you being there. Right. I, I just remembered I need to send Jenny a text message to have her come down here because you brought you brought something. You brought a lot of somethings, actually. It, it, you rolled in here like it was fucking motherfucking Christmas. <laughs> More like ho ho ho! <laughs> I brought a uh, little beer sampler. Yes, you did. Uh, I'm gonna tell her to stop down when she gets home. I brought uh, I brought some Goose Island Summertime, which is uh, beer out of Chicago. It's pretty. I think it's fairly mostly Midwest, but I think it gets out there a little more. Do they have do they have uh, like breweries that you can go Goose Island in the Midwest? You can go and get their beer, like a restaurant. There's a Bruce. Goose Island in Wrigleyville. Okay, is it's it? Have one, you ever been to Lincoln? Is there one in Lincoln? Lincoln, Nebraska. Nebraska yeah, no, I've no. never been other than driving through. But supposedly, one of the Goose Island founders is a UNI grad. Really? Yeah. I've been I've been seeing a lot of connections to UNI lately. Uh, the guy who did the op- I just found out, you know, Dana. Mm-hmm. Um, he he uh, said that the guy who did the opening credits to Dexter is a UNI grad. Wow. Yeah, and that's probably, aside from MASH, my favorite opening uh, title sequence of all time. I don't watch that show. Dexter? Yeah. You should try it. You could get you could get into it, I think. It took me three tries. I've talked about it before. It took me three tries to watch the first two episodes, and then once I got through the first two episodes, I was fucking hooked Isn't like that smack. like season six now or whatever? They're gonna, I'm going to get into it, and they're going to quit. Well, yeah, but you go back and you watch the back seasons first. Yeah. You can get them for dirt cheap now. I mean, I I watched through like in, when I was on second shift. I used to come home and watch three four episodes a night before I'd go to bed, and and, and it was terrible because I would normally I would have went to bed at one, but I'd be up till four watching fucking Dexter. Yeah, you know, or on my days off, I'd fucking wide awake watching Dexter. Yeah, the uh, the other beer I brought you is Anchor Steam, which is well, I've had before. You brought right. it to win the Super Bowl party, the, the playoff party, playoff party. Yeah, that wasn't so much of a party. I forgot I brought that for you. The mm-hmm. uh, Anchor Steam is out of San Francisco. And it is tasty. I fell in love with it when I was in San Francisco. I had had it before, but like I like to drink regional beers when I go places. And 
As you should. It makes a lot of sense. And the uh, uh, Anchor Steam, I, we tried to go to the brewery tour there, like we did in Boston for the Sam Adams, and it was locked up. I mean, it was booked for six weeks in advance. No shit. And I, I don't know that anybody else would know of this beer. I mean, when you pulled it out and you're like, hey, have you had it? You said the name. It's like, eh. But then you showed me the logo, and I remembered it from... Yeah, it's just uh, used to be on tap at Mulligan's a long time ago when it first got distributed. Really? So you it's can just so much better on tap than it is out of a bottle, and I don't like tap beer. That beer gives me the tummy aches. Yeah, yeah I mean, it, it, I, I pretty much exclusively bottles. I won't drink beer out of can very much, if given the choice. I right. mean, if I show up to somebody's house and they're like, "Hey, we've got a case of beer. Would you like a can of it?" Right. I'll say yes, but I'd prefer bottled beer, which is a pain in the ass to get rid of. You know, when it comes recycling day. Oh yeah, because you know you even fucking take Shiner. You go to Walmart to turn your bottles in. Every time I have to take the Shiner to the fucking service counter. Every time for the past two years. Because it doesn't take. They them. won't take them in the machines for some reason, huh? And they sell it there, and they've sold it there. That's where I got. I I was drinking Shiner before it was cool to drink Shiner. Yeah, so you was know? I. Yeah, so it, and buying it at Walmart, and still they still don't take them back in their redemption machines. And the uh, the third beer I brought you was a uh, local, very lo- very local, like very local, like twenty miles away local. Yes, and I'm excited, it, very excited. Would, about would you it. call that a growler? Yeah, yeah, the, close to a growler. Close. I mean, a growler might be maybe two of these would be a growler, but it's okay. it's not a forty. No, it's uh, one quart, eighteen fluid ounces. Um, yeah, it's called Angry Cedar Brewery. It looks. Beer. It's a Angry Amber Ale. It looks awesome. Like, the bottle's cool. It's got the stopper, like uh, that other one you brought me. Grolsch. It's got the Grolsch stopper. Is that what that's called? There's a name yeah. for that? Well, Grolsch is the beer that has that stopper. Well, but you, you brought me... Uh, I brought the... you that Rogue with that. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. also has a stopper. Which, the bottle, completely empty, still sitting on top of the refrigerator, because I, I refuse to get rid of it. Because I think it's the coolest bottle ever. Um, They have a chocolate Bach. Angry Cedar does? Yes. Really? And I... I have I had this at the uh, baseball game, the Waterloo Bucks baseball game, and I liked it. They also had a My Fest in May. They have like a seasonal. Do they do they do? Uh, is it is it a restaurant or is it just strictly a brewery? Strictly a brewery. Do they do taste tests up there? Can they have tours there? and taste tests. You gotta like them on Facebook and then email them. They'll do a, tours at night. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Their their motto was "When God gives you water, make beer" or something like that. Because they were uh, in, <laughs> in 2008 when we had all of our floods around here. Right, Waverly got hit hard too. Bad, almost got wiped off the map up there. And their little whatever he had going on before that, I don't remember what the guy was doing before that, but his whole office space got wiped out, and he was a you know a closet beer maker. Mm-hmm. And he supposedly got rid of whatever he was doing before and opened a brewery. And just said, here's what we're going to do. Yep. And he's making a living off of it. Yep. That's, dude, doesn't that just make you – one, it makes you really proud of the guy. And two, it makes you really sad because it's like I wish I could find that thing, that thing that I could go, you know what? Fuck it. Fuck my current job. I want to do this thing that I love, this dream, and I'm going to make it work. He's got it in the ballpark. He's got it at Old Chicago. Jesus, you know what that? You know what it takes to do that? A rich wife. Yeah, that's a that's that's helpful. Because I that that one Briar or Briar Creek, I haven't seen that around lately. Was it that Waverly too? That Jane uh, Janesville. Oh, Jane's in there. Oh yeah. It started big, but nothing wasn't very good. Beer, one good beer. <laughs> you don't have to grow up. Just I was just... one and done on that beer. <laughs> like, 
Yeah, let's not do this anymore. What's up? Is that hemlock? What is that? <laughs> Wild thistle? <laughs> I think thistle some, milk? something just poked me. <laughs> something just poke you? Something just poked me. <laughs> I, I did have that beer that you were asking about the last time I was on. The, the Ruby Red? Ruby Red. What'd you think? I haven't had it yet. I, it was not something I could drink all night, but it wasn't bad. I Does have it have a fruity taste to it? You could, I don't really know what ginger tastes like. But it's grapefruit and ginger. <laughs> like, like Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> Ooh, I don't know if I like that, though. <laughs> Does it make your mouth feel chalky? <laughs> but uh, it was good, but I don't, like I said, I don't think I can drink a bunch of them. Well, Dana, Dana said he bought some, and I've been, I was supposed to uh, help him put in a new kitchen faucet approximately a year and a half ago. And we've been rescheduling, rescheduling. He said he bought some, and he's got it in the refrigerator. That's a hell of a water bill. <laughs> well, he's. He has a current kitchen faucet that works. He just wants something fancier, I think. Oh, it doesn't drip or No, anything. no, I don't think anything like that. It's, no, he just, he he's not confident that he can do it on his own. And I'm like, dude, you can totally do it on yeah. your own. You're probably actually better off if you do it on your own. Because my track re- record with plumbing, I'm, we're probably going to have to take out a wall. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want you guys to do a, come come do a live remote from my basement at the man cave some night. That'd be kind of that fun. That is a great idea. I think uh, let's... we can all belly up to my bar. I got bar stools oh, now. That would be fucking fantastic. That would that's a great idea because we get to have the remote record in a bar like setting without douchebags. Yeah, I like it. I like it already. I want to start doing more event recordings. To be honest with you, because we we need to do something to kind of shake it up. We're getting. We're close to, we're closing in on 175. You know, that's only 15 episodes away. That's kind of a big deal. You know, the a city has a big fucking celebration when they're 175 years old, right? Yeah. So we can do our 175. Quasi. Old balls. <laughs> <laughs> You're my Waterloo. Oh, Jesus Christ. Don't, no, ABBA. No, ABBA. <laughs> Right oh, it was produced by the city of Waterloo. Look it up. That, that My Waterloo Day song? Yeah, was but that pre- was My Waterloo. That's an ABBA song. Oh, well, no, I was talking about the one that was produced for this My Waterloo oh. Day celebration 25 years ago. When, that, it, when My Waterloo Days was actually good and didn't suck. Was that the Laser Light Show? Yeah. That was an ABBA song. Oh. <laughs> well, there's a, there's, a, there's a commercial that they used to show with it. It's on Facebook. It was yeah, on. it's totally an ABBA song. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not, I'm not from that generation, I guess. <laughs> you're more from that generation than I am. <laughs> I don't know if you're old enough to remember this, Zach. <laughs> you like three years older than me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, I'll tell you what. I was done shitting my pants when you were born. How about that? <laughs> Oh, oh! My Waterloo days. I didn't even go to any of it this year. But there wasn't anything to go to. They didn't have fireworks. They didn't have dragon boat races. They didn't have the hot air balloons. Remember when they used to have like fifty fucking hot air balloons take off? I remember when it used to be a week long event. Yeah, ten days sometimes. The the word on the street I read in the paper they uh, they're bringing back this lady who ran it for fifteen years, and she's like, now I have to get brought up to speed, but. Uh, yeah, we're gonna do it the right way from now on. I think it was kind of a racket anyway that that one, that one guy from Sear Falls is buying all the beer and he's pretty much making most of the money off of it. And what? Well, I think I, I'm pretty sure that's what was going on. Is the the guy that was running it? Okay, was footing the bill for most of the stuff and really? he was doing it as a uh, business. So he's writing it off. Yeah. So it was a tax deal. 
basically. See, I mean, I'm not sure on all that, but yeah, but not to be like libelous or, sca- yeah. or uh, fucking what's but, the other one? Slanderous, slanderous, not to slander it, him or anything. I think it's a racket, and he's the one that runs the Sear Falls one. The Sturgis Falls is just this. Do, do they know that? Does yeah. the Sturgis Falls know he's fucking affiliated with Waterloo? I don't know. Are they okay with that? I can't imagine they would be. They would want to fucking sully their hands with such a fucking endeavor. Well, it's just an appetizer for him, you know. When we get our Sear Falls, uh... dude, fucking people go nuts for Sturgis Falls days. I and, know. And, and I it's... guess we should explain that they call it Sturgis Falls days because the original name of Cedar Falls was, was Sturgis. Sturgis. So William Sturgis. Yeah. So, uh, but they have Sturgis Falls days, and fucking people come home for it. Like, people from all over the country that are originally from Cedar Falls fucking flock back here. It's nuts, man. You can't park within 15 blocks no. of the general area where the party is. No. And and the thing is, it's real close. It's close to downtown. So the great thing is you can drink in the bars for regular prices and then go hang out at Sturgis Falls. For not much more than regular prices. But their, their beer's a little pricey, isn't it? Oh, it's bigger beers. 20 oh. ounces. Oh. See, Waterloo, 18, doesn't, 20 ounce Waterloo doesn't do that shit. Waterloo's the, you know, you go down to Friday Lou, it's a 12 ounce cup. Yeah, so you're paying three fifty, I think? It's three bucks, right around three bucks for like an 18 ounce keg cup. Hmm. And they have the big semi trailers. That's not bad at all, then. I guess I take it back. I apologize. And they have the uh, Cedar Basin Jazz Festival mm-hmm, mm-hmm. on one side of the river. And they have the other bands, like they have a country night. They have a rock night. Salsa night, if I remember correctly. They have Sunday night yeah. is like the salsa band. And I went to that really, really drunk with a whore. I mean, not like a lady of the night whore, but like with a chick who'd take, you know her. So yeah. Come dumpster. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but... <laughs> Watching your face light up at the realization was fucking priceless. So, so yeah, Sturgis Falls is the fun. I, I used to take Mondays off of Sturgis Falls because... Sunday nights when all the bartenders go out. Oh, right, right. So that's when it's fun. Really yeah. fun. And that's when Salsa Band, Nada's. Are the uh, Nada's playing this year? I think so. They're, okay. They usually do. For those of you who don't know, and I would say if you're out of the, the greater Midwestern area, you don't know, but you should. The Nada's are the biggest deal, little deal band in the nation. Mm-hmm. They have opened for fucking huge, Bon Jovi. Mm-hmm. You know, huge acts. And yet... They play all these little shows. Yep, and then go do their day jobs. Yeah. Amazing to me. Like, these guys... They, own a, they own a record company. Yeah. And they're just... They're down to earth. Uh, one of them's from Nevada, and then a good friend of mine, uh, Teresa, is also from Nevada, so she knows them really, really well. And, and just it just amazes me, like, how down to earth and just normal guys they are. They all have families. Like, they're not, like... If you saw them on the street, you wouldn't know they were in a rock band. I, and I call them rock, but I guess it's more like college rock. Like, yeah. Um, yeah. Like, not folksy. They're on, like, their sixth album. Yeah. And they're good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Consistently good stuff. And and <clears throat> the thing is, the new college classes, the college kids dig them, like, mm-hmm. hard. And these new college classes, they just keep rediscovering them. And, and it's and it's always funny when you see, like, a new freshman or sophomore class come in. Like, have you heard of the Nadas? I was like, dude, <laughs> you don't have any idea how long the Nadas have been around? Yeah. Like, could I tell you any of their fucking songs? No. No, but I, I big deal. I remember when I was in college. I mean, when I was, well, I graduated in 2003, but I'm, I'm 
a non-traditional student. <laughs> right. <laughs> which, which is awesome. You're three years, you're three years older than me. You graduated a year ahead of me and I did five and a half years of college. <laughs> I started, uh, well, I, yeah, I graduated 10 years after I graduated high school. You're fucking Van Wilder. <laughs> but, but I did it in four. Oh, okay. Then you're not Van Wilder. Different. Um, but yeah, they used to play the OP on that little stage on the hill. No shit. But not as used to play up there. You know, I've been trying to get in there to do comedy. I don't know the manager anymore. Yeah, yeah, me neither. I don't know anybody. I don't know anybody anymore. I know the guys at Jokers, but they just had Carlos Mencia and I had bad things to say. Um, the guy from Anchorman. Yeah, <laughs> uh, uh, Keckner. We missed a golden opportunity to have him on. Supposedly, he's like one of the coolest guys. Yeah, you know, and I, I actually, Jay Ibarra, that manages Jokers, I sent him a message uh, two, three weeks before Keckner was going to be here. And I said, hey, uh, do you guys, who who are you having open for Keckner? And he says, I don't know whether we have to provide somebody or whether he brings his own. And I said, well, I tell you what, I don't work weekends anymore, so my schedule is completely open. If you need me, let me know whenever, and I'll I'll, I'll be there. Never heard back from him again. The night Keckner's, because Keckner was the whole weekend. He's Friday and Saturday. I think two shows each night. And Jenny and I went to Pablo's to have burritos Friday night. And there's this fucking douchebag sitting behind us at Pablo's, um, wearing like a blazer and uh, every fucking other bite. He loud, wet belches. And then the girls that were sitting with him were just fawning all over. And like, are you gonna use your own mic when you perform tonight? <laughs> and I swear to God, if he opened for Keckner. If he was the guy that the, that they used, comedy's dead to me. All I heard about this Keckner guy was that he was one of the nicest guys. He was washing glasses behind the bar at the Landmark. What? He was staying at the the hotel downtown. The, the Blackhawk? Blackhawk. Yeah, yeah. He was staying there. Which is a nice hotel, by the way. Yeah. He was staying there because Jokers is two, two uh, blocks away. Right. And he came over to Landmark, and my friend Tanya and Megan were sitting in Landmark, and Buddy Jeff was working, and he just walked in, had a beer with them, and was took pictures with them, went behind the bar and washed glasses and stuff. That and, is uh, no shit. I would have loved him. He seems like a really down earth. He's a Missouri guy, so he's from the Midwest. Yeah. He seems like a good dude. Uh, Al brought something for us. What is it? Um, what, is it? Is it down here? Yeah. Yeah, do you do you want to take a look? You're gonna be mad, but I. Oh, those look so good. Do you, can you have even a little bit? Not, today. N- not even a little. Can can you have it tomorrow? Yeah. If we save you I one. I need it for breakfast. <laughs> Which one? Do Which you one want? do you want? What are they? This is a chocolate covered strawberry with white cake. Chocolate covered strawberry with chocolate cake. This is salty dog, which is. Peanut butter frosting yes. and peanuts and white cake. And this is called Oh Happy Day or something. Did you say you have all of them? Do you want us to cut a fourth of each one of them out? <laughs> I'm not going to have my steak tonight so that I can eat a, a cupcake. I had a salad with some uh, cottage cheese on it when right when I got here. So whatever you want, just tell us and then. You can pick which one ever, whichever one you want. Yeah. Ladies first. Yeah, it's totally up to you. Okay, I'm going to go with this sprinkles. Is that the the birthday cake one? Yeah. Out of all of them, are you going to take the birthday? Because that one's not fancy. It's just regular. Why are you going to knock Peter Venkman down? It looks pretty fancy. Oh, no. It's race dance again, wasn't it? Yeah. What the hell? The salty dog looks amazing, too, though. Well, you pick whatever you want, and then Al and I will. I want the birthday cake. 
Really? That's the one you want? Do you want the birthday cake? No, I don't. I, I think that the birthday cake sounds the most boring out of all of them. I can't wait till the day they have the wedding cake. I'm just going to lay him down. <laughs> He's going to go to sleep. Ray Stance went to sleep now. Well, take that one upstairs and put it in the fridge. I don't think you're supposed to put him in the fridge. Well, I, the one I had it was in the fridge. I had the red velvet one and that was in the fridge. Hey, you get a little peanut. Oh, you ate the red velvet one? You can yeah. eat that peanut. You can, you can eat the peanut. peanut. You can have you that peanut. peanut. Well, you know, I'll put it right down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, Al brought shit like it was Christmas. He brought beer. He brought cupcakes. He, I mean, it's it's fucking ridiculous. I told him he needs to stop bringing things when he comes over. He's pr- he's, he's gift enough. Cupcakes. What? <laughs> I wanted to try these for so long. That's what I told him. I said you're going nuts over him, and you probably want to kick him in the balls for bringing them today. I'm eating them for breakfast. We're gonna do a taste test on air. Okay. Do you mm. want to bite into this one? No. Nah. No, nah, I know what birthday cake tastes like. All right. <laughs> I think you just made her month. <laughs> hey, you know how much she likes me. I'll stay out of my fucking Kool-Aid, would you? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, I also heard that Keckner was a pretty cool guy. Like, it just, it, that sucks. He, uh, what else, where else did I see him? It was all, like, all over Facebook that, that all my friends were meeting him and stuff. And I'm like, if I would have met him, I would have said, Dude, you need to go on this podcast with us, like, even if you call in or whatever. Right. God, that would be a, such a huge grab for us. I mean, like, I bet you if you if you emailed him, he would probably do it. You think? Yeah. Just tell him you were from Sear Falls, like, that everybody that you talked to said you were such a cool guy. And and that I tried to open for him and got no fucking love from my local club. Yeah. That's hurtful. That's hurtful. I, I'm thinking maybe he brought an opener with him, but an email back that said, you know, hey, he's bringing an opener would have been plenty. Well, that's the old, <sighs> never mind. I'm not going to open that box. <sighs> yeah, Carlos Mencia was there last week, for yeah. fuck's sake. Carlos fucking Ned. Ned Hernandez was there, for Christ's sake. That fucking guy. Oh, excuse me. Uh, Yeah, so, you know my history with that building. I don't ever go in there. No. Jokers. Yeah. I don't I, I won't ever go back in there. Right, because it used to be the bar where it's at. Right. The back alley. Right, downstairs. Where they're where the entrance to the elevator yeah. currently <laughs> yeah, is. Yeah, that's the one. There wasn't always an elevator in that building, right? Never an elevator. That's why they had to close the back alley to put that elevator in. Wow. To adapt to the handicap whatever of two thousand whatever. And if they wouldn't have put an elevator in they couldn't open because of the, the handicap yeah. rules. Yep. Handicapable rules. But uh, so on Facebook, there was a question about what would you do to change jokers? <laughs> Put the you back know, alley back you, in. You know, you know, how would you, how would you, if you were to do anything to jokers, how would you do it? Or what would you do? And I added the, I added the answer. Put the back alley bar back. <laughs> we're, uh, we're currently in second place. <laughs> <laughs> What's first place? Rooftop beer garden, which can you imagine a rooftop beer garden on that thing? Somebody'd get thrown off. Yeah, yeah, that'd be a terrible idea. You'd it's have good. to have fucking chain link fence, like, and it's feet gonna up. and it's gonna ruin that whole architecture of that building. Yeah, yeah, I don't, I can't think of any way unless they built the brick up and had it walled in and brick. That'd be about the only thing you could think of. Oops, 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 yeah, oops. fuck, lasers yeah. off the top. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, duly noted. Point taken. <laughs> yeah, I can't stay there. Like if I go do comedy on the rare occasion that I get to do comedy there anymore, uh, I have to leave right after comedy because it's just it turns into fucking. Ow, 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 ow. 
down, it, down, baby. You know, it's been shit. five, almost five and a half years since that bar closed, and I have not set foot in the building since. I'm a comedy whore, man. Comedy whore. You can come down to my basement and do comedy if you want. <laughs> hey, if I'll build a little fucking stage in the corner. If doing comedy in basements was enough, I'd be good right now. <laughs> I got I got seating for about twenty. That's double most of my fucking Friday night shows at Joker's. I'll build you a little stage next to the bubble hockey guys. And Have you ever thought of just opening your own bar? Yeah, but like I said, I can only handle drunk people on the weekends. Right, but if you're the boss, you hire people to work the weekends. Juggy's the boss. He works almost every freaking night. Because he chooses to, though. He likes being down there. But that's the best way to run a bar. Is to Keep your eyes on it? Yep. Keep your eyes on it? It's on not that you don't trust it. your employees, but, but you need you're to know the what's face. Going on. You're the right. face. Right. And if anybody has complaints, you're there to... The, every bar needs a Sam Malone? Yeah. I think so. I think it was always... I think that's the best plan. It should be noted that Sam Malone was sober all the time. <laughs> yeah, he did quit. Yeah. <laughs> noted. <laughs> Something to think about. <laughs> that's my benefits, though. <laughs> well, fair enough. Yeah. You know, and I, that's another thing I've never seen, and I, and I'm not saying it hasn't happened, but I've never seen you too drunk to work. Oh, it's happened. I'm sure it's happened, but I've never seen it. Back alley. Well, and I think the back alley was a special case because that was the perfect storm of debauchery. Yes. Really. I mean, and I'd only, I, I'd only been in there maybe two or three times and I didn't know you. I mean, I knew who you were because of the back alley, but I didn't, we didn't become friends until. Smitty. Yeah. Which, and I think probably even a year or two after the back alley closed. Right. Because to be honest, I'll share a little bit. When I heard these guys from the back alley might be coming to my fucking Smitty's, I was like, I was like, what the fuck is happening here? (laughs) It's going to turn down to fucking, it's going to turn into fucking college hoosie fucking bullshit here at my Smitty's. And then I got to know you and my heart melted and I became. Juggy blames me for Jaeger bombs coming to Smitty's. What? Yeah. I'm pretty sure they were there. they, They used to go through one to two bottles a week. Really? Jaeger. Now right. they go through a case. Yeah. It's, and yeah. Sorry. Well, it's not like he's fighting back. Right, right. <laughs> well, they used to have, what was the, the fucking, the pootie tangs? I, that used, I invented those too. You invented those? Okay, yeah. so that, that wasn't before you then. Pootie tangs, peachkas. Is that a Bosnia drink? Yeah, it's the Bos- first Bosnia word I ever learned. <laughs> Pussy. <laughs> Did you learn that from Papa Lou? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, here's here, here's a good story about me being uh, drunk as too drunk to work. Okay, Oli, who's currently living with me in between houses, and you know, uh, he's my old partner in crime there. Right, Oli's written into the show numerous times. Yeah, yeah, well, and and I I that's I realized that it kind of sounded like I was like numerous times, but <laughs> people know who Oli is because yeah. he's written in the show. It used to be called the Oli and Big Al show. <laughs> we sold over three hundred shirts that said "I survived a weekend with Big Al and Oli." Really? Yeah. Have your own name on a shirt, and I over three hundred. Wow! And uh, we used to have we made a limited edition <laughs> T-shirt that was like a meat stamp, right? A girl's T-shirt right across their boobs uh-huh. that said "Grade A Choice Approved by Big Alan Oli." Classic. And I actually had a customer from my job uh, make me a stamp to actually stamp boobs with it. <laughs> Which got me a lot of titties. <laughs> yeah, that among you being you. Yeah, I I can I can guarantee you I've seen a lot of titties, sir. A, a lot of titties. I mean, 
for being this guy, way more titties than I ever should have seen in my life. I guarantee you've seen a hundred times that many titties. I've seen a lot of titties. You've, you've, you times two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, how can I say this without sounding, fuck it. People think I'm a prick already. Out of all my friends, out of anybody that I hang out with on a regular basis, I have gotten way more pussy than any of them. <laughs> All right. Guaranteed. Like, I will go number for number with any of my close friends. And that's not saying they fucking couldn't score. It's just saying I got a ridiculous amount of pussy in my life for being as ugly as I am. You, sir, have seen so much titty that you might be able to start your own Spike TV show called I'm Al and these are the titties. <laughs> That's two. Well, I can't count. This is not, You're, this is bigger. Yeah, it is. No, I don't get to say that very it's, often. It's, it's a mini 40. <laughs> like a 30. And one for my homies. <laughs> I almost wear my shirt that says one for my gnomies with the gnome pouring some out. That's fucking awesome. Where'd you get that? Uh, Roadkill t-shirts. I also have a shirt that says uh, "Sex with Your Mom." Two hundred forty-one people like this, like on Facebook. <laughs> I almost wore that today. Too. That's awesome. <laughs> While we're talking about T-shirts, before I forget, though, uh, in the month of July, Dana has another shirt on Ripped Apparel. It's that kid. Fucking, they love him there, and he's gonna do like a video interview with them. Cool. Like, I, I wouldn't be surprised if this time next year he is like the Ripped Apparel guy. We let him out. He's a freak out. Um, it wouldn't surprise me if this time next year he's like their go-to guy. Like, hey, Dana, we need a shirt on this uh, theme. Make it for us. And he's like, okay, ripped apparel. Because fucking T-Fury won't touch him with the 10-foot pole for some reason. Huh. Won't respond to his emails or nothing. So fuck you, T-Fairy. T-Fairy. Yeah, there. Fuck you, T-Fairy and your fucking pancakes. I don't know what T-Fury is. T-Fury is like, a, it's another t-shirt oh. deal. Because you, you know what Ripped is, right? Yeah. Um, and T-Fury is the same, it's the same exact kind of deal where they people submit their t-shirts, artists submit the t-shirts, and then they decide what the t-shirt of the day is going to be, and then they sell so many of them that day, T-Fury or Ripped, in Dana's case, take a cut of the sales, and then they also pay him so much, I don't know if it's a buck a shirt or what, what it is, but... And they produce it kind of like Cafe Press? Or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They print them all off for them, so they handle all the production cool. parts. You know, I wonder if we've sold anything on Cafe Press yet. I'd be willing to bet no. I I haven't been there, so... I bet there has not been a single fucking uh, misinformation shirt sold. I bet... I bet I bet there hasn't been a single one sold. Have you got any checks? No, because you have to sell over so much before they'll uh, start paying you. They don't send you a 22-cent check like no. uh, the county does to Smitty's? Did you, have you been down there lately? What? No. A couple <laughs> of years ago, this guy stole snowblowers. He stole like three snowblowers from Smitty's. Really? Like uh, three separate crimes. So this is like his uh, restitution. Uh, restitution. <laughs> twenty two. Twenty two cents at a time. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. He owes like eight nine hundred dollars, and they send it. Why? Why did Smitty's have three snowblowers? Because they bought one. The guy stole it. Went and bought another. <laughs> came back and stole that one. <laughs> and they caught him on the third time. <laughs> or were they just to clear the walk in front of the bar? Yeah. No shit. Yeah, and the yeah, and the beer garden. Yeah, and the parking lot area. <laughs> You know, speaking of parking lot area, is there anything we can do about maybe having, you know, like on the east side, they're moving all those houses? Can we move that bank? No. Maybe just put it up on some fucking jacks and just move it? Doubt it. 
It'd be a lot cooler if we could. I know. You know what would have been better? But it cuts down on all the cuts down on all the uh, <laughs> the questionable uh, yeah. folks parking there from yeah. the after hours, yeah. which is also owned by Justin. So <laughs> they're, they're his people, regardless. I guess. Yeah. Uh, you know what? The, you know what should have happened in a perfect world. He decides. You know what? This first row, we're going to build out into it. And then that's our parking parking lot. We'll buy that. Perfect world. That's what it, that's what that's happened. yeah. But that wasn't presented. Yeah, we weren't given the opportunity to buy it for a dollar like the bank was. A dollar. Yeah. Sons of bitch. Give up a city parking, a whole city parking lot for a dollar, plus they give them tax abatements for how many years? What but, the you know, fuck? You, you know your uh, your parking ticket that you got on a meter parking could have bought the parking lot ten times. Yeah. But, you know, the city just gives shit away. To have a Cause, bank. Because we need another one of those. Yeah, yeah. We need another bank. What is that, Farmers there? Yeah. I met the I met the president in St. Louis of Farmers Bank. Really? Yeah. Did you say, hey, thanks, asshole. Now we don't have anywhere to park. Well, <laughs> no, all of his friends introduced me. Hey, this is Big Al. He works at Smitty's. And he just went, and he goes, do you know who I am? I go, nope. I know your wife. <laughs> Cause I no used, way! Because uh, I used to de- I used to deliver to his wife. Do you uh, deliver the whole <laughs> yeah. the whole deal? She's a lunch lady. I used to deliver my ten pound chubs. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's a good, nice Catholic lady. It was a Catholic school. It was, it was, oh, okay, sorry, sorry. But I didn't, uh, I didn't mean to put you in an awkward position. So he, you know, he uh, he kind of said, "Hey, yeah, I'm I'm the guy. I'm the president." It's, uh, Farmers Bank. Is that a local bank? Yeah, it's well, it's just up in their their main office is in Waterloo, on oh. the other side of Waterloo. Oh, on Kimball. Oh, okay. See, I didn't realize. I thought it was a national chain or something. No, it's. I was like, well, that's a quinky he, He's from Jessup. I think it originally started in Jessup. Really? Yeah, Jessup. So, so twice we, tonight, Jessup's yeah, coming. Fucking Jessup, <laughs> Jessupians. <laughs> <laughs> the crate well, like one of the meanest girls I ever dated is from Jessup. She gets so angry when I have other girls hanging out with me. She had really curly hair though. They're wow. all big girls. Jessup. This one wasn't. This oh. one wasn't, but kind of flat chested. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Ran into her at Smitty's one night. And I'm standing it was one of those weird do, weird deals, right? Where I'm standing in the middle of the bar and like I know that this is the bar that I go to, right? And she walks in, locks eyes with me. She's not from you know, she's from Jessup. She doesn't you know, Waterloo's not where she normally hangs out. She went to Iowa State, uh, graduated from there and everything, and then I thought she just went off and did her thing. But apparently she must have come back here. Um, she was with some really muscular black dude. And they, they walk in together, and she locks eyes with me. And as she's walking by, she goes, Hi, how are you? Like, you shouldn't be here. And I'm like, Ah, good. You? Good. <laughs> and I almost went to her, This is my bar, bitch. Get the fuck out. Don't look at me like I shouldn't be here. For fuck's sake. And that was when I was going down there pretty much nightly. You know what I mean? So it was really weird to have somebody look at me like I didn't belong there. Yeah. I'm like, call a fucking cab. Go back to Jessup, bitch. Just because you sucked my dick like ten times fucking six years ago doesn't make you special. You should know that. It's like taking an aspirin. <laughs> you know? Fuck. Baby aspirin. <laughs> that was hurtful. <laughs> like aspirin isn't small enough. <laughs> Hey, is my uh, lawnmower going to get stolen out of the back of my truck over here? No, no. Okay. Why is your lawnmower in the back of my truck? I'm going to go mow a lawn after this. Oh, really? Yeah. I thought you were going to go home and make ribs. 
No, I'm going to wait on those. Later. Yeah. I mean, mm. while I'm over here, I'm going to go mow the lawn. It takes an hour. No big deal. Hot chick? Um, single mom. I'm, you know, it's my karma moment. Is she good looking? She's not bad looking, yeah. but I'm not trying to, no. You don't have to try. You're big L. Yeah, no. You don't want that? No. Not even a little bit? No. Not even like, no. I'll, I'll look at her boobs. Yeah? I'll do that. Yeah. Is that good enough? Is well, that... if she was like, hey, uh. Oh, are you going to turn down? Well, then. Because you know what starts this way? Porno start this way. <laughs> lawn boy. Hey, lawn boy. Can you right. come in and adjust the blinds? I seem to be all out of the lemonade. Is there any other way I could possibly thank you for mowing my lawn? I <laughs> <laughs> uh, She just had a baby, so I, I uh, mow lawn because she can't go on. Just had a baby? Like less than two months ago. And she's single? Yeah. That's weird, right? Yeah, well, situations. Yeah, you mean like uh, on your back? <laughs> oh, that's position. Sorry, I just got to get the words. She uh, kind of got the guy. The guy kind of screwed her out of. <laughs> well, that's well, how that happens. <laughs> he's kind of a douche. Oh, so oh, how close does she live? Uh, not too far away. About ten blocks. Is she looking for me to? Uh, uh Cody Browner. <laughs> so you get all your wives living close oh <laughs> uh, no no I don't think so she's a little young for you young <laughs> she's 15 no weird no no she uh no she yeah I don't want to get into it but <laughs> well it's you know it's not my place to tell it over there well we can just call her Miss X but well people know I do this though for mm. her so, but nobody listens. So you're 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 safe. So I'm kind of just trying to be the man, the stand up for the mankind, because this little bitch of a boy, you couldn't right. do it. Right. So is he? Uh, this, okay. This, he does not live in the state. We we okay. We can talk. We can talk about him though. Does he have a job? I don't know. I met him once. Yeah. They okay. can't. He he moved up here and tried to make it work, but it, when I met him at Smitty's that night, I knew he was a little bitch and he wouldn't do it. Like a little skinny kid. Yeah. Why was she doing fucking him in the first place? Uh, it was vacation. She's she, on vacation. Hopefully she's like, he had a huge mule dick. I don't know. I, I, I would, didn't ask. If, if like, put, put yourself in the, in the position of a chick who has a one night stand that knocks her up, right? Wouldn't you at least lie and tell everybody I did it because he had a huge cock? Yeah. I mean, really, like. I once it. got laid because I have a huge cock. Fuck you. <laughs> Bathroom at Burke's. Oh God! No, I didn't get laid there, but oh. I showed her my cock, and then at the she's like, "Let's go." The bathroom at Burke's was tricky to negotiate because it was, first of it all, was in the women's. Oh, I've never been in that one. I've been in every women's bathroom on Main Street. Oh, good job. Something on uh, back alley, back to the back alley. Yeah. But I, you know, like the bad thing about the Burke's bathroom is uh, you were already tired of waiting at the bar for six hours for a fucking drink. <laughs> so then <laughs> you'd go back to the fucking can and it was only a two holer for the guys. And then you'd have to fucking stand there and wait. And then it was one of those where there's no divider between the urinal and the fucking John. So you're like, and they got that up? nasty sink with or the, the towels, the, the actual cloth towel yeah, roll thing. Like which, elementary school. Yeah. Kids don't hang yourself on these things. Yeah. <laughs> With it has the picture yeah. that tells you not to hang yourself. Yeah. Which, if you're looking to hang yourself, is pretty much just instructions. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Do not stick your head in and twist. Speaking of killing yourself, 
Wait, I saw you kind of had an aha moment. No, I was just gonna—I was gonna finish that story we started a while ago. Oh, what was it about me being too drunk to work? Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry, continue. Yeah, sorry. Uh, So, I don't know. I when I worked at the back alley, I uh, I worked for free. I just wanted experience the first year, right? And we got so popular and busy that the boss felt like he needed to pay me (laughs) because he felt guilty, but. The thing with me working for free is if I didn't want to work, I didn't have to work. I wasn't on a schedule. Right. I just split tips with Holy and so, and I drank. I drank for free. (laughs) Because you weren't getting paid, so you're going to make it worth your fucking while. And the boss was okay with that. He knew what was going on. And uh, so one night, I just get obliterated drunk. And the girl that interned in human resources at... My employer Uh-oh. was there drinking Uh-oh. with me. Uh-oh. And I actually had to sit down at the bar. I was so drunk. Oh, no. And uh, Ole lived downtown, and I had to go to his apartment. I was so drunk. Oh, no. I didn't puke that night, which I usually do when I get that drunk, but I got so drunk that I jumped into the bathtub like with water in it water in it who ran the bath for well, you that's always thing he likes when he gets drunk he likes to take baths bubble baths so he thought that was <laughs> what? What? i don't know <laughs> i don't know does he like candles <laughs> that's the second time i've done that at his house is jumped in the, in the bathtub with my clothes on because he ran a bubble bath yeah he ran a bubble bath for me so i jumped in with my clothes on So he told the lady that works with me in human resources to come and take care of me because he had watched the bar. Is she good looking? She wasn't. I mean, she was a large gal, but she was good looking. I mean, I, I don't think I would have had sex with her, but. Wait, what if she would have said, have sex with me? I probably couldn't have done it that night. But you would have, if you could have. If, if she's like, big Al, first name big, last name Al. <laughs> Put your wiener inside me. Would you have been like, no, no, I don't, no, honestly no, no? I think no. I could have done it that night. But you wouldn't have been like, no, 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 no. Probably would have because she's in human resources, sexual harassment, and stuff like that. She's just an intern. They're not people. <laughs> They're barely human. How can they be a resource? Well, anyway, I probably could have been fired for sexual harassment anyway because I got up out of the bathtub with my clothes on, stripped down naked, and was running around Ole's apartment naked. Just running around? Yeah. And she was chasing me with a towel, trying to <laughs> get a towel around me. Doesn't she realize if she's chasing you, her object is to catch you? <laughs> like, why would she just be like, because mm-hmm. well, because she's human resources, it's her job to resource people. <laughs> so I'm running around the apartment, and she's chasing me. And you're running away from a woman at this point. Nude. Yes, you're nude, running away from a woman. Yes. Okay. I ran into Oli's spare bedroom, which wasn't at that point a legal bedroom because it didn't have windows or anything. It was just a spare. So it was a closet. Yeah, basically. <laughs> okay. But it had a bed in it. Okay. I went in and I laid down on the bed naked. Asshole naked. <laughs> and passed out. And woke It's up. like one of those chicken with the head cut off moments where you uh, cut the head off. <laughs> the chicken runs around without its head and then it falls down and passes out. And did you wake up with her spooning you? No. Oh. Uh, she apparently went back to the bar and told everybody that I was... Funny, she threw the towel over me and 
That was it. I woke up the next morning at like 6 a.m. <laughs> like, where am I? Why am I not wearing why, pants? Why is it so freaking dark in here? <laughs> There's no windows. Am I in jail? <laughs> I'm naked oh, and it's cold. Oli's going to love that I told that story. <laughs> That's one of his favorite stories because it's rare that I get that drunk. That's funny. <laughs> so what were you going to say about offing somebody? Oh, speaking of people killing themselves, Ryan Dunn. Yeah. Yeah. You, you think that was suicide? You no, think that was fuck just... no. I think it was stupid side. Yeah. I think it's what it I was. I think it was right? him thinking that, jackass, I can't get killed. Yeah, I can't get killed and I'm fucking hammered drunk, so I'm going to drive a Porsche home, right? So he kills himself and somebody else. And he, he It was somebody else? That yeah, there, there's another dude in the car with him. Uh, and apparently they burned to death is what the, all the reports are. So here's the thing. Uh, Roger Ebert's catching all kinds of shit. Because right after it happened, it was it was released right away that he had been out at a party drinking, that he had, he had left. He Twittered it. He Twittered a picture. Like it's Ryan been, Dunn it's, Twittered it's, a picture? Yeah, it's like, been yeah, removed. Oh, great. He showed him drinking with his friends. So, okay, so Roger Ebert jumps on and says, hey, friends don't let jackasses drive drunk. Everybody jumps his shit about it. Then Perez Hilton comes out, and you know that's somebody's son, and it's their their family member, and he's dead now. That's and, a good voice. And that's very Perez Hilton, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so, uh, and st- strangely, on Perez Hilton's site, people are fucking backing up Ebert, which I think they should, because here's the thing, all right? If you're gonna, if you're gonna one, make your living off of humiliating yourself and other people. When you die in a stupid fucking way, it should be open season to make fun of you. Mm-hmm. And when your last name is done and you just died, done, done is finished. Done did it. <laughs> done is done. Did done it. Did it done. Uh, but I don't think I don't understand. And Kevin Smith was talking about it because he has that live uh, radio show now. It's yeah. twenty four hours of fucking Kevin Smith. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's a great idea on paper. <laughs> Speaking of done, did it. <laughs> yeah. uh, so he was bitching about it. Uh, would have been yesterday's show because yesterday's show re-airs at like from like six to seven or six to six to nine, I think. And so I listen to it when I'm lifting in the morning. And he was all over Ebert and like you know yeah that's somebody's kid. But okay, and given if it's an accident, given a regular situation where like a celebrity was killed by a drunk driver. Or something to that effect. Maybe I can fucking sympathize a little bit. But when that motherfucker makes a conscious effort to drink, get in a fucking car, a, a performance sports car nonetheless, and fucking drive in an uncontrolled manner, flip into a fucking ravine, burst into flames, and kill his buddy, I get to make fucking jokes about it. Plus, hasn't Kevin Smith ever seen Jackass? Isn't Dunn No, the... and that's the thing. He hasn't. He, he He's like, I have no frame of reference. I don't know anything it, about Jackass. Isn't Dunn the one that stuck his ass through that piece of plywood and then... Shit out! They thought it was a. They made it like it looked like a volcano was exploding. It was shit flying out. Oh, that wouldn't surprise me a bit. Oh. I, he was the one that shoved the fucking Hot Wheels car up his ass, yeah. and then they went and got X-rayed. That's his claim to fame. That's his T-shirt, isn't it? They have a T-shirt made of that. Oh, it wouldn't surprise me again. Wouldn't surprise me a bit. And here's the other problem I have with it. So you know I'm on the internet, uh, not quite as much as I used to be, but I kind of surf around. Seeing a lot of kids, a lot of 19, 20-year-old kids, wow, you know, Ryan Dunn and Jackass shaped my childhood, and I'm really going to miss him because he was one of my heroes growing up. What a fucking sad state of fucking affairs we live in when any of those assholes are somebody's fucking hero. 
You got fucking Ryan Dunn, who's shoving fucking Matchbox cars up his ass. And while he may have been the least offensive out of all the fucking shitheads on that show... He was my favorite. I'll give you that. I mean, and, he was my favorite. And pretty unassuming and bland. Yeah. I mean, like, he, as far as that, he was the one who got went in the ring with the Muay Thai guy. And the fucking Muay Thai guy kicked the shit out of him. Like, it, it was a bad deal. Like, what are you fucking doing in there, you idiot? Don't do that. Uh, he he took all the hits from like on like Bam's shows and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like he was the one that got picked on all the time. But you know, look at that Bam Margera. All right, the guy shows no fucking respect for his parents and becomes yeah. a millionaire from it. Yeah, just bru- and, and you know, and I used to make the argument. Well, they knew what was up. They you know they they signed on for that shit. I don't care. You know those those were nice people. You know it's one thing if your parents are shitheads, but it's another thing if you're making your fucking living off of beating your dad. And humiliating your mother. It's, it's sad, you know? And then Steve-O. Staples. Stapling. Stapling. And, and, you know, doing lines of coke off his own ass. I mean, really, <laughs> I, supposedly he's clean now and he's, like, really doing well, but fuck. They were just, him and Dunn were just on Minute to Win it a couple weeks ago. Really? Like, we were watching that. They were doing it for a charity and stuff. And- See, but to me, it's like, if you're, I just don't understand how the fuck... People have so much just because somebody's dead. All of a sudden, they're some kind of fucking saint. Like you know what? Things happen, and when you make a fucking stupid decision, you should be held accountable for it, whether you're alive or dead. So dying does not fucking beautify this guy. So if he wants to get fucking drunk and on top of it kill another motherfucker, ah, ah. Speaking of bad decisions, okay, you know, a couple weeks ago, Matt motherfucking Lee got on our shit as Americans. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I, I know where this is going. You saw my post the other yeah. day. <laughs> no, I, no I, go I, ahead. Go ahead. I, I'm not going to hold you back. I agree. It was probably semi-classless of us to cheer the murder or the, no. the, the no. death. I mean, semi, the way people were acting, it was kind of reactionary. I'm all right with it. I mean, I'm I'm I was okay with it too, but like yeah. thinking about it a little bit, I'm like, do, we're be, we're better than that. I'll take one for twenty seven hundred. Well, yeah, but but we're better than that we don't need to. I really wanted to cheer, but <laughs> like if fucking, I could if I could have jerked off on his dead body, I would have done it. The fucking Canadians yeah. rioting over a fucking hockey game. Yeah, it's one thing if you win. Yeah. <laughs> But you haven't had the cup there since the what, eighties, nineties, and it's and it's your game. Hey, you don't have to wear a cup if you don't have any balls. What? Tampa Bay. Tampa oh. Bay's won a Stanley Cup since Canada. Has. I don't know anything about hockey, but I'm still gonna talk shit. Yeah, he's a he's a <laughs> soccer fan or a uh, foot, foot, football. 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 I you know, I met, I left that message on his page, and I was like, well, I don't even remember what I said, but he's like, yeah, I totally agree with you. They're douches. <laughs> yeah, I don't understand it. Like, basically, they're running out. And so, apparently, the rumor was it really had nothing to do with hockey. Like, they were just, it was kind of a flash mob deal. Everybody was got together and like, hey, we're going to riot if we lose. Because that's what we do in Vancouver? Because they did that <sighs> last time? I don't know. They had, Supposedly, they had like 10,000 people outside the arena watching it on a big screen. Really? And... Kind of like what they did at the Super Bowl this year. They had whatever twenty because Cherry Jones wanted it to be the biggest crowd ever. They had twenty thousand or whatever outside watching on the big screens. Fuck, they could have watched it on the screen that was inside from the outside. Yeah, yeah. but uh, supposedly that's what it. They, and they were just 
Well, it's Canada. They drink. Yeah. Higher alcohol, probably, too. But, uh. It's got little maple leaves on everything. But, but they, uh. Molson. They're drinking Molson. Yeah, it's so much stronger. Yeah, it smells stronger. <laughs> <laughs> it smells like my piss after I drink Jaeger all night. <laughs> is that licorice? What is that? <laughs> so, don't, I'm mad I love you, but. Yes, ditto. But, uh. You can't bust our shit when you guys react to it. When we got Public Enemy number one, you guys fucking lost a hockey game. Yeah, in the grand scheme of things, we did something that mattered. Mm-hmm. You lose a hockey game, you know, fuck. If if people rioted every time they lost the Cubs, there would be no Chicago. Right. Yeah, between the Cubs and the Bears and the fucking... Fuck. I don't I, I want to be there when the Cubs win. But I don't want to be there. But I don't want to be there. What a fucking mess that'll be! Oh my god! Oh fuck! Only and Carlo went to the game seven a couple years ago when they lost. Is that uh, the goat game uh, the, after the after the Bartman game? Yeah, and they had horses all the way around Wrigley, and like fuck. it was riot police everywhere. And that's like the yuppiest area of Chicago next it's, to Lincolnwood. It's the Cedar Falls. <laughs> it's the Cedar Falls. Of- <laughs> so. It's so young and like Crackerville. Just, oh, it's fucking terrible. Like it's like, hey, where do the honkies hang out? Oh, right here. Like it's, it's fucking just. It's so you walk through there and you just feel bad. You're like, could we get some fucking diversity in this bitch? Like really, this is it. This is what you have to offer. Six dollar fucking beers in the bar and this. The only black people are the ones selling us stuff. That's retarded. Or, or, or beating on the buckets outside. To, to play the drums? Yeah. That is one of the coolest fucking yeah, things I've is. ever seen. Like, it's just like, hey, um, you're really talented. Maybe you should go get a record deal. And, the- and that's what's wrong with our fucking society. When anybody can get a fucking rap contract, but those guys playing the fucking buckets can't get a drumming deal. It's fucking. They did a show at the UNI game, one of the UNI games this summer. No shit. Straight out of Wrigleyville, they said. Well, or fucking just go join Stomp. Yeah. You know, you be fucking great at it. Don't be a homeless bucket guy. Well, I don't think they're homeless. You don't think so? No. Then why are they? Why don't they play drums instead make, of a bucket? I, I think they make pretty good money doing it. That's why they. Didn't. So they have one bucket they play and one bucket collects their cash. Yeah, I mean <laughs> I'm giving them money because it's amazing. Like, yeah. It's like, <laughs> no, Mars even got his picture taken with him. Really? Yeah. That guy's been everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> Little gnome guy. Ah, <sighs> fuck. Yeah, I just, uh, I don't know, Wrigleyville. Welcome to Wrigleyville. Population white and a little gay. <laughs> hey, oh, we're just a little bit north of Boys Town. Anybody want to hang out? Oh, <laughs> I got tricked to go into Boys Town. On that. Safest place in Chicago. Oh, I know. Yeah, but uh, like uh, they're looking at you. They're like, it's a bear. <laughs> <laughs> we we were walking back to the hotel, and we got like discombobulated on all the streets down there. Right, and uh, we were. My friend's like, we're going to go to Joe's on Broadway, which is a little dive bar in Chicago. I'm like, we really got to piss. Looks like there's some neon lights down the street You know where we should get our wings out? In Boys Town. <laughs> looks like there's some neon lights down there. Because it's like midnight or whatever. Right. So we're like, looks like there's some neon lights. Let's go down there. So we're walking down there. And I'm like, there's rainbow arches. I don't think this is the right... Is this McDonald's? <laughs> and then I look across the street, there's a neon light that says, Ram, a, gla- a gay pleasure. I'm like, oh, <laughs> we're really not in the right place. I mean, it is what it is, but that's cool. 
So tell me you went to Ram a Gay Pleasure. Did not. It was closed. It was apparently an adult, adult uh, themed uh, business. Oh, so like a like there's a, lots of those in that neighborhood. Like a club romantics or what is it? Like uh, romantics boutique, sexy wear, not oh. porn, sexy wear. Just like it's like assless chaps and cock rings and and giant dildos. That's three. Wow, I'm losing. That's right. <laughs> I'm saving room for cupcakes. <laughs> oh, that's gonna be cupcake oh, sugar fuck. and beer. Oh, it'd be the happiest day ever. So so. So we end up, we had to piss bad, and I'm right. like, I'm not gonna take my dick out in this neighborhood and piss in the street in Chicago and get arrested or or whatever. dick sucked by a dude, right? Yeah, some, all of a sudden some guy out of a bush or whatever. <laughs> oh, they don't they don't go in bushes. <laughs> so we we tell this guy a gay bouncer at a gay club. Wow, like the the gay the bouncer was gay. Yeah, dude, there's nothing scarier than a tough gay dude. <laughs> <laughs> or worse, he makes you do what he wants you to yeah, do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So we're like, dude, um, we'll buy a drink, but we just really just got to piss. I mean, honestly, I'm. He knows I'm not gay. I mean, I kind of. <laughs> he can smell it. Yeah, the, I, the hetero his, is wafting off you. His hetero, his hetero radar. <laughs> hey, headar or whatever you want to call it. It doesn't have it. It doesn't have the same ring. But. Uh, so like I'm like, dude, I gotta piss. His head detector, his hetero detector. So, so we went into the bathroom and I, buddy system, <laughs> right? Or a date, whatever. However, you want to look at it. <laughs> we walk in and uh, there's all these stalls to the left side, and all the stalls have uh, signs that say only one person per stall. <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> you know what would have been better if the sign was said only one person per anus. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I didn't have to. I didn't have to poop, so I. I was. Uh, thank God. So I. Uh, I just went to the urinals, and you know how generally there's either the divider, right, eight to ten inches, right. I mean, you guys went over this. You I know, Zach urinal. I don't know anything about eight to ten inches, right? Yes. So the eight to ten inches or so between the urinals. Oh, okay, right, space. Right. Yeah, mm, three inches max. That I they're know about. stacking them. Really? They're stacking them next to each other. Like you're like. Well, they've probably figured now. Okay, riddle me this: Did they have a men's and a woman's? Yes. In a gay bar. Yes. Is it necessary? I think it's probably a health code thing. Oh. Because really, I mean. Because my well, Tanya, my friend Tanya, went into the women's, and Carlo and I went into the men's. Tanya didn't need a buddy. She didn't need a buddy there. Some of those lesbian chicks can be kind of persuasive. Yeah. Would she take a little longer in the bathroom? No. Did she get turned while she was in there? They, Carlo and her did a shot. I just threw three bucks on the bar when we left. <laughs> right. Here, I wouldn't uh, sit outside. <laughs> <laughs> Talk to the gay bouncer. Well, it's, not, it's not like the gay bouncer fucking checked you for a receipt on your way out the door, well, did No, <laughs> no, but still, I was like, ah, Did I you have to pay cover to get in? No, that's the, that was the thing we said. We just got to piss. I mean, I don't know if they had to pay cover or not. We didn't have to pay cover because we just said, we just got to piss and we're, we're leaving. And he was like, okay, no problem. Really? Yeah. The gays are so friendly. Oh, huh, yeah. You know, straight bar, they've been like, no, you're not a bitch. I'm like, you're you, not a bitch with an eight-inch waist. I'm like, you. I stand out. You can come in and pull me out of there. No problem. I ain't going to question right. it. We ain't pulling you out. This is a bear club. <laughs> 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 you walk in there and it's like they just they're looking at you like you're a sandwich. <laughs> but you know like those Santa Monica the Santa Monica when you like or Venice Beach you have those like poles to show like you're entering the neighborhood. 
yeah. pillars. Yeah. They have rain- and Boys Town rainbow flags. Yeah. Rainbows. Yeah, absolutely. No, I'm very familiar with Boys Town. I'm like, you are. Yeah, when I was living <laughs> in Chicago, I wanted to live in Boys Town because I knew how safe it was. Oh. Like it's fucking ridiculous. You see, don't have to worry about getting mugged. Never been to Joe's on Broadway. It's like right down from there. No, hmm. no. It's like old man, like eight, seventy, eighty year old guy bartending on a Saturday night. Really? Small, smaller bathrooms than Smitty's. I couldn't tell you. I've been to several bars in Chicago. Couldn't tell you the name of any of them. Hmm. Blue Moon. I went to the Blue Moon, but other than that, I've never been there. There's a there's a place over in uh, where's the 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 zoo Brookfield. Yeah. We went to a place in Brookfield that was it was like an Irish pub, and it was full of fucking the, so many fucking Jersey Shore douchebags that I'm not shitting you, sir. We're sitting at the fucking table, and I go, watch this. And I went, cabs are here! And they all fucking ran outside because <laughs> they thought their fucking cab was there. And I'm like, this is fucking retarded. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Fuck, I wish really? I had a hair I could slick back like that. Slick back or just stand fucking yeah. straight up? No. Rooster cock. <laughs> Rooster cockburn? What? <laughs> so uh, my dad's house almost burnt to the ground? Yeah, what's up with that? Uh, he lives in southern Arizona, as everyone's pretty much aware. That's where I used to live uh, before I moved back here. Um, and, uh, well, Arizona by way of Chicago. I've been there once. Yeah, Arizona? Where'd yeah. you go, Tempe? No, uh, uh, Tucson. Oh, were you in Tucson? Really? What'd you go down there for? I had family that lived down there. No shit. Oral Valley. Oracle Valley. Well, they called it Oral Valley. Oral. Oro. O R O. Oh, okay, okay. Oral. Yeah. Not, oh, yeah. Oral, not <laughs> Oral Valley. I think that's <laughs> okay. where they make pornos. Yeah, they do. <laughs> Actually, you were there when we went to that club in Chicago to piss. Yeah, Oral Valley. Yeah, that is because Oracle is where the Hooter, one of the two Tucson Hooters, is uh-huh. Oracle, and the other ones. Uh, in Tucson proper, but uh, south of Tucson is uh, Sierra Vista. Uh, Sierra Vista, Fort Huachuca. Fort Huachuca is the largest army, uh, ar- largest military communications base in the world. Big, big deal there. They have all these special schools and shit. It's a big fucking fort. Uh, my dad lives south of town. Uh, the Huachuca Mountains kind of ring the town a little bit on the west side. And uh, first of all, I want to say, Senator McCain, you're right. It was fucking illegals. And here's why. Because the place where the fucking fire started was inaccessible to the general public. You know why? Because, motherfuckers, the park was closed because of fire danger. The Coronado National Monument and Coronado National Forest were fucking closed to the public because of fire danger. And then the fire starts. You know who doesn't give a shit whether it's closed to the fucking general public? The illegals who are sneaking over the mountains to get into our fucking country. Jose. Jose, Juan, those guys, all right? You know, I'm, I'm all for the fucking, you know, American way of life and, and the land of opportunity. It's only the fucking land of opportunity if you don't burn it to the ground. Why don't they bring some of these uh, illegals and start putting out the fire then? You know, you would think so, but they're all up here working at fucking Tyson. <laughs> but, it, and it was, it's just, it's a fact. It happens every year. These The illegals sneak over, they make their campfires, and then they fucking get away from them, and they burn down half the fucking mountain range. Keeps coyotes away. Apparently, it keeps coyotes, my dad's house, you know, those kind of things away, you know? Come here to this country, burn it to the fucking ground, and then go pick oranges somewhere. That might have been a really racist thing to say, but I'm angry right now. So, update. So, okay, yeah, so uh, over the course of a week, the, the, the fire was in the mountains, and then it actually came down to the desert floor, and then just started to march across the de- desert floor. 
Uh, and your dad's stubborn like you. Right, absolutely, because we're both angry little guys. Uh, and so the they got the order to evacuate the Saturday uh, before Father's Day. So can we timestamp this? Today's... So, t- yeah, today today's the uh, 22nd. 22nd. Yep, yep. So today's the 22nd. Father's Day was the 20th? 20... 19th. 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 So the 18th, he got the order to evacuate. And he said, uh, is this a mandatory evacuation? Because there's several stages to evacuation. There's pre-evacuation, mandatory evacuation, and then post-evacuation permit required, which means that you, you get issued a permit. Uh, basically, the purpose of the permit is you have to prove you're who you say you are and that you have property. Mm-hmm. And then they let you back in so they don't have looters and all that shit. So he was in the pre-evacuation area um, and then into uh, – there might be four levels because he was in the pre-evacuation area on the – on that Saturday, and then on Sun, or on that Friday, and then on that Saturday, they came to him and said, "You need to, you need to go." And he said, "Well, I need to go, or I have to go." And they said, "Well, it's it's evacuation." And he said, "Is it mandatory?" And they said, "No, you can stay if you want." And he said, "Okay, well, I've been watching it. He built, he's got a double wide mobile home, but like a really nice one. Like mm-hmm. I know that's like saying military intelligence, but it's a really <laughs> fucking nice place." Um, and then they built what's called an Arizona room, which is it's basically like putting an addition on your house that's not attached to your house, uh, which is where his office is, his pool table, all that kind of cool shit. So what they he's would do, fancy Oh yeah, he's fancy schmancy desert dweller there. <laughs> uh, so what they would do is at night they'd get on the roof of the Arizona room and watch uh, the fire as it came closer and just stay up all night, make sure that it wasn't on their property. So he said, "Well, I'll continue to watch." So then Sunday, uh, Father's Day. Um, he's watching and they come by again. They're like, you really need to go. And he, he, I already had their trucks packed up and everything with the belongings and, and he's got, uh, he's, I think I've talked about before they raised Anatolian shepherds. They had, they had a, they had a pair and the female died two, two months ago, 10 years old. She just lay down and died. wasn't sick, nothing, just dead. Uh, so he's got the male yet who's three years younger than her. And, uh, he weighs, the female weighed 160 pounds, the male 130. So when it was time to go, he decided, well, there's no way I'm going to get him to get jump up into the back of the truck. So we'll put him in the pet carrier, lift him into the back of the truck, uh, and then leave. Motherfucking dog wouldn't go anywhere near that pet carrier. He's like, let's go. Let's go. He wouldn't get in. He's telling him to get in the box. Wouldn't get in the box. Uh, there's three of them, my dad, uh, his business partner, Randy, and then my stepmom. And he knocked all three of them down. Uh, wouldn't let, wouldn't let him put him in the box. And I'm like, well, why don't you just take the top off the box, walk him into the box, slam the top down on top of him, and then bolt it shut. He said he wouldn't get within 10 feet of that fucking box. He wouldn't go anywhere near it. So my dad's like, I'm not going to lose another dog. You know, I can't do it. I just, we just lost our other dog. So they decided to stay. Well, later that evening, uh, the predictions were that the wind, Throughout the weekend, the winds had been 50-mile-an-hour gusts, 25-mile-an-hour sustained winds, which if you're fighting a fucking wildfire, you're fucked. 10-mile-an-hour uh, wind fucks you. Well, you would think, but they, their prediction was it's going to drop down on Monday to 10 miles an hour. And at night, see, what would happen is for the most part at night, the winds would die down, and then up in the mountains, they would still, because in, in the mountains, you'd get that wind down yeah. the mountain. But um, on the desert floor, the winds would completely stop. Fires would stop. And then the next morning, you'd wake up, and then by 9 o'clock in the morning, the winds would pick up, and the fire would start spreading again. So their prediction was that Monday morning, winds 10 miles an hour throughout the day. So he said, decided he's going to tough it out, see what happens on Monday. Well, for once, <laughs> the meteorologists were right. And uh, the fire's 44% contained now, um, which doesn't seem like a lot, but when it was 0% contained a week before... That's... Maybe the dog knew. 
Uh, I've met that dog. He doesn't know much of anything. Kind of a dumb dog. <laughs> well, he's uh, he's not going to be on fucking just around for his cock. That's weird. Well, you breed. They're breeding. No, they didn't breed. Oh, they didn't breed them. <laughs> you, you made I, it weird. <laughs> I thought they raised. I thought they raised them. No, they, they bred them. No, they no. They raised the two puppies because originally that was their plan. But the 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 female was super smart. Wouldn't let that fucking male anywhere near her. Mm. She didn't want no part of it. She's like, mm, nah. I thought that's what you not meant. my type. I, I, oh, I, I, didn't, I didn't mean to make it weird. No, it's all right. <laughs> Just, my dad likes his dog's cock. Apparently, that's weird. <laughs> but it was one of those deals though that like they wanted to mate them because like they can sell those fucking dogs for like anywhere between eight hundred bucks and a grand. Yeah, you know, you have a fucking litter of eight. You're chipping away at my college fucking debt. Is what you're doing. Thank you, Dad. So but, I was. I'm going to fucking climb up you and punch you repeatedly in your skull. Climb up me. <laughs> That's true. Sorry. Better get your boots on. <laughs> I'll be on you like a spider. <laughs> it'll be it'll be like Godzilla versus Diddy Kong. It'll be weird. <laughs> so yeah, or Venkman versus the Stay Puff. Uh, nobody steps on a church in my town. <laughs> Damn it. Fucking, uh, fucking, he's a sailor. He's looking for a good time. I was a movie minor, and you got more movie references than I do. <laughs> yeah, and we both learned how much fucking good that does either one of us. Yeah. <laughs> Me and my museum career. <laughs> <laughs> That's better, better that than a curator. <laughs> uh, with, with your American studies degree, you could be a museum curator. 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 Or, or you could uh, go to school for another two years and be a teacher. Oh, and be in debt forever. I'm going to teach American studies. Was, I mean, that was a good degree for me. It fit me, but, you know. Well, that's the thing. A lot of times you find a degree that you enjoy, and then it doesn't end up making... That's what I did. I mean, I love the shit out of being a fucking theater the major. Man. popular culture was my thing, and yeah. that's always changing, and it's always going to be around. Yeah, but what? How is it marketable? No. Basically, I would have had to move to California or New York yeah. to do anything intern-wise. Or... Feel your pain. Yeah, and I don't like big cities. I like them for about a week. Yeah, they're nice to visit. Yeah, Every time I go to Chicago, I'm like, this is the last time I'm coming back. So I, uh, so I had a class reunion this weekend. Really? 15? Yeah. 18. Who has an 18-year class oh, reunion? Okay, well, the, <laughs> long story. We had a classmate. You guys do things weird in Dunkerton. We had a classmate commit suicide 20 years ago. Okay. And we had a 5K this weekend for suicide prevention. Okay. And it was 20 years since they committed, he committed suicide. Right, right. So this was the second year of the race, and they they had uh, 700 and 700 and. 40 runners, I think. Jesus Christ. How many people are in Dunkerton? 812. Next year, we're going to beat the population. Jesus Christ. Did like the whole town, babies included, run? No. people. Can, we, I had a classmate from New York come back to run it. No shit. Yeah. Really? And, I don't uh, think anybody ever got out of Dunkerton. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, so like, we had an 18-year reunion, which we had at the Dewar Hall. Have you ever seen the Dewar Hall? Is that right next to the Dew Drop Inn? No, that's in Dew Drops in Gilbertville. Oh, okay. <laughs> You'd think the Dew Drops should be in Dewar. Two, two blocks from Kathy's Corner, which is the Dewar Bar, uh -huh. which was my first time there the other night. How was that for you? It's a small town bar. It was towny. It was very yeah. towny, wasn't it? <laughs> um, so we had our 18-year reunion, 18 reunion, and it was weird because it was like we were all legally drinking <laughs> in a public place instead of somebody's house. So did you guys not have a 10-year reunion? We did, but we actually had more people at this reunion 
than we did at any actual planned reunion. No shit. This was just like, hey, we're going to rent this hall for 50 bucks, bring snacks and beer. Really? We had a teacher show up. Really? One of our old teachers that's retired now, she she quit after we uh after we graduated. She went to another school. No shit. And uh yeah, it was it was pretty cool. You guys should have had a stand up comedian for entertainment. That would have been awesome, right? We oh. kinda did have a stand up comedian <laughs> for the guy from New York. Yeah. Who's gay. Right. Cool. Like they are. No but no but he no. <laughs> yeah. He was he wasn't one of my close friends growing up, but right. I mean we we were a class of thirty. I was gonna say we were everybody knew 32. everybody. Yeah. And I was really disappointed that we didn't have more than like the twelve or thirteen that were there. That's still pretty good odds. I mean, because generally a class reunion of any type, you're gonna get like maybe ten percent. Yeah. yeah. Um, but he was on a freaking roll that really? day. I don't <laughs> know what his deal was, but he was calling the teacher a cunt. <laughs> <laughs> What did the teacher do? She was calling him an asshole. Really? <laughs> what the fuck? Really? Oh, yeah. She was one of those teachers that was always way, way ahead. We went on a class trip, and she brought wine along and drank in her hotel room. <laughs> so she was a sad, lonely woman. <laughs> we, were, we were a senior class. It was a senior, like a senior theater trip. We went up to Minneapolis to that theater up there. Oh, the, the, the Guthrie. Guthrie. Yeah. yeah, we went to see a play. We had nudity and everything. We had to sign waivers and all that shit. <laughs> we might see balls. We might see balls. And no, it was boobs. <gasps> yeah. Amazing. Usually theater fucks it up by it being the wang instead. <laughs> so, so like, yeah, we had stayed in this hotel, and she she had a room party, and she didn't let us drink. I mean, right. there was drinking, but she didn't let us drink. <laughs> She's like, just, you kids are the awesomest. There this was is... kids drinking, but it wasn't in her room. So, oh. like, <laughs> But she was drunk, yes. But there was chaperones. Did anybody fuck her? No. Was she fuckable? Mm, no. Oh. Well, I'm, everybody's fuckable. Well, yeah, I mean, morals, I'm, not, I'm not saying, is it, would a penis fit in her vagina? I'm just saying, would she, would anyone find her no. appealing to have sex with her? No. Oh, that's too bad. Nobody ever? <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> I found out a lot of shit this reunion that went on that I didn't know what on. <laughs> oh, there's a lid for every pot, right? <laughs> yep. So, yeah, I mean, it was pretty cool. I had a good time the other night, and... I ended up going to the bar down the street, which is a little hole in the wall bar. I mean, it's like John Deere bar. I was all the people. It opens at eight in the morning. And, oh, right, right, right. So that the third shifters have somewhere to go yeah. drink. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of that around. Yeah, it's here. cheap. It's cheap drinking and stuff. It's pretty cool. Dollar quarter cans. I think they do like dollar fifty. PBR. Wow. PBR is the big beer there. <laughs> I haven't had a PBR since I was 12. I drank a boot of it in Madison a couple weeks ago when we stopped in Madison on the way to Boston when we flew out of Milwaukee. Right. Uh, went to this bar called State Street Brats. Uh, one of the former Blackhawks' parents owned it. Oh, okay. And uh, he, uh, I walked in there and they only sell Wisconsin beers. Really? So it's like Miller Lite, PBR, and then all this local stuff. Which right. Is, if I'm going to have a boot, I'm going to have something I can drink. Right, and you don't know going into it whether right. local stuff's going to be too heavy. I or, don't yeah. drink Miller Lite. Right, so I'm like PBR, PBR me SAP, and it was <laughs> and, advertised as a 32 ounce boot. It was 64. Oh, like I have pictures. I have, I, have, I they're on Facebook. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And uh, oh, 
That's a lot of beer. 64 ounces of PVR is a lot. What are you doing here? You're doing something special. That's four. That is four. I broke the top of my bottle off, so I'm pouring it into a glass. This is my magic trick at Smitty's. Everybody thinks it's so cool, but it's really 12 ounces and a 16-ounce pint, so it's not really that cool. (laughs) But everybody's like... You're a true bartender. You really know how to pour a beer. Well, yeah, because you're doing it without adding a bunch of head to the beer by keeping the top of the the bottle of beer under underwater, yeah. so to speak. Yeah. That's, it actually makes a hell of a lot of sense if you think about it. Yeah. That's perfect pour. It's that like is, a commercial pour. Yeah, that, that could be on TV. Yeah. I hate you. You're so good at everything. Mm-hmm. Name one thing you're not good at. I mean, I, there's lots of things I'm not good at, but... Like what? Name one thing you're not good at. That you need to do, ever. You'd be like, I'm not good at dunking basketball. Oh, I can't do that. Right. It's but, pretty close. Maybe, but, you know, when I'm going to lose some more weight. But, but you don't need to do anything. No, that, it's not know? something, not a yeah. life goal. Like, I'm not good at crocheting. Well, you'll never do that either. But I mean... I can't believe I used an Iowa State opener to open my beer. I almost brought you an Iowa State glass to drink your beer out of. <laughs> And I was like, no, no, no. I was like, I think one, that's one of our rock, bro- rock bottom brewery glasses. Oh, I've been there. That's yeah. good. I, uh, I had a girl break up with me there once, so then I decided I better take Jenny down there and see if our relationship <laughs> makes it to the fucking the dinner. And it almost didn't because that's where I ordered the fish tacos. Oh. And it was the worst thing. Second worst thing I've ever Was had. it battered cod or was it like good fish? No, it was like mahi-mahi, which is like a bottom-feeding garbage. Mahi-mahi is great no, fish. No, it's supposed to be terrible. Oh, it's so yeah. good. No, 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 no. Oh, it is. No, it's think... my favorite. Really? Tilapia is a... Wait, wait, wait. That's, maybe that's what tilapia it was. Tilapia is yeah, the garbage tilapia feeders is, of yeah. the sea. That's what it was. It was tilapia. It was tilapia. Cause mahi-mahi is a prime, prime fish. You know, if it would have been walleye, breaded walleye, I probably would have been okay. But that fucking tilapia was so terrible. Yeah, it's it's they call it the garbage man of the sea, and I I, I can't figure out why everybody, you know, it's all marketing. Well, it's because it's, it's cheap, so yeah. all these places are carrying it, and they're like, it's tilapia, it's from the ocean, and like, oh, awesome, it's ocean fish. It's oh. not from the cedar. Yeah, no shit. It's not fucking sheephead or suckers. I had a swordfish sandwich in Boston that was phenomenal. Well, I bet. Like that's a. There's a lot of meat on a swordfish. It was probably like a steak. It was a bun, like a bun, swordfish, and then I had it grilled, and I didn't, because like, I'm on a diet, I didn't have like mayo or anything right. added to it, and their coleslaw out there oh. is non-mayo. Really? Which is the way I like it. And so I threw some, I threw some coleslaw on the, I ate half of it normal just to see if I liked it. Right. And I threw coleslaw on the back half of it. Oh. Oh my god! Awesome. It was awesome. That sounds amazing. So yeah, yeah. I, I was totally turned off because I'd been hearing fish tacos, fish tacos, fish tacos. Everybody loves fish tacos, so I ordered them. I'm like, man, everybody fucking thinks these things are great. I took one bite and I'm like, these are the, this the, this is terrible. So fish tacos, you got to get like um, tuna, like the good tuna, right? Not the some chicken of the sea tuna, right? Right. The you know tuna or mahi mahi, and you put like mango salsa. Yeah. In Romaine. Well, maybe and I'll give them another shot somewhere. Mango, uh, Mulligan's has them on the menu. And they're good there? I've never had them. See, I, I, get, I get nervous about, because... I don't know what they use. I don't know yeah. if they use battered cod or what. Um, Javu's has them on the menu on Tuesdays for Mexican night. <laughs> <laughs> well, or I Mexican just, day. I just get nervous about ordering anything uh, seafood here. 
because yeah. we're basically as far away as you possibly can be. From the ocean. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, it's like, ah, I don't know. I mean, I, I think it'd be awesome walleye because walleye is a hard fish to fuck up. I really don't like getting fish that actually tastes like fish. Walleye really doesn't, especially breaded. Hmm. Like a lot of people who don't like fish will eat breaded walleye. Hmm. Now, like breaded catfish is going to be very fishy tasting. I, I stick to my orange ruffy, swordfish, mahi-mahi, and like... You eat fancy fish. The stuff I caught on vacation when I went to Florida to the Keys and that's fancy deep sea fish for Wahoo was good. Wahoo, Wahoo. (laughs) That's what we did when we caught it. (laughs) Wahoo. Speaking of food, should we do this? Let's do this. We can have a taste test. What do you want first? Uh, I don't care. What should we start with? uh, The probably the least the least overpowering flavor first, and then work our way. I imagine the peanut butter one is probably pretty. Powerful? I would think so, wouldn't you? Let's do the vanilla. The let's, vanilla strawberry? Well, the strawberry. Chocolate-covered strawberry with white cupcake. White cupcake. And these are, this is, we should, we should explain, this is a place called Scratch Bakery in Cedar Falls. It's a little, I mean, I don't, I don't know if it, the lady I talked to was the owner or not, but it's just a little bakery. I mean, like, it's tiny. It's tiny like, a, but it's a gourmet cupcake place, basically. That's yeah. what they specialize in. Do they make cakes, too, or is it just cupcakes? All I saw was cupcakes. So we, should we do halvesies or what? That's fine. Okay. All right. And and Al brought these. Like this was he always brings shit when he comes from over. Cedar Falls. Yeah. For, so they're cleaner. Oh, here you can have that one since it didn't fall over. I don't care if it fell over. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to bruise your cupcake. Wow, they are fucking. They're sturdy. Oh yeah, they're moist, sturdy. Oh, fuck. All right. I, this is a white. It's a white cake. Like I haven't tasted it yet, but white cake with white. Frosting on top, and the frosting—it's a light frosting. It's not super thick. It's little little mini chocolate chips on top. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just tried the frosting on its own. Very tasty. I'm not a frosting. It's like guy. a cream cheese frosting. Yeah, it's very very good. So the cake must taste like chocolate strawberries. Oh, here you ready? Yep. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh my god. I don't get the chocolate strawberries, but no. But, I think she lied to you. There's no strawberries in there. But it tastes fantastic. Oh, that's very good. Super moist. I love cake. Uh, I love cake. <laughs> Must be a fat kid. Oh, <laughs> man. You know, and, and I like this cream cheese frosting better than like a cake frosting because it that's just all sugar. This has more a, a, a more pleasant consistency to it. Mm-hmm. It's not just that real granular like – and, the, and the, the, the cupcake has more of a cake consistency than it does. Mm. It's not big and airy, but it's – very moist. Mm-hmm. And the frosting has a flavor to it. Like a... I mean, it's gone now. But yeah. Maybe that's the strawberry. Maybe there's... There's no strawberry in this cupcake. Nope. Mm. But it's still good. It's amazing. <laughs> oh, my God. This is the second time I had one. I had the red velvet. Oh, I bet that was awesome. It was awesome. Well, I was at Smitty's and it was after drinking, but it was still awesome. <laughs> I would say, uh, and it's not actually on Main Street. It's right off of Main Street on 2nd? 2nd Street, yes. Yeah. Um, you can see it from Main Street. Yes. It's around the corner uh, on the west side of 2nd Street. Right. Or on the west the, side the of The lady Main also Street. owns the Sweet Basil Market, which is a, uh, they sell lots of spices and stuff. Like it's nat- a nice little market. Yeah, like natural. Like, is it locally grown? Or not? Nah, no, I don't think no? so. Um, are they connected or are they separate? 
they are separate buildings. See, and the only thing that I don't understand is how people can afford the fucking rent down there. There's a lot of really neat businesses down there, but the rent is so fucking high. I think she, uh, well, these cupcakes are two bucks a piece. But they're, they're, they're pretty much worth it. They're $22, $22 a dozen, I think. Holy shit. Wow. So she gives you a $2 discount for buying a dozen. So you get a free cupcake, basically. Yeah. So do you get 13 then, or do you get 11 no, the 12th one's free? I think you get 12. I mean, this is the first time I've been there. Oh, but, wow. like, if you like them on Facebook, lots of times they'll be like, the next 20 people that mention this on face from Facebook get a free cupcake. Oh. Yeah, so you might want to like them on Facebook. Yeah, because then if I could fucking partner that with a trip to Pablo's, that'd yeah. be amazing. Yeah. I shouldn't be eating this stuff, but it's so good. Yeah. Well. Wow. And that was, I didn't expect them to be that good. Because, you know, you hear, like, these places sell themselves up, and you're like, wow, this is no different than any other cupcake I've ever had. But And they wrap it in a paper that yep. matches the uh, the cupcake. So, like, the chocolate one is wrapped in a brown paper, and it's wrapped all fancy. It looks like it's like a piece of patty paper, like, if you know what patty paper no, is. Like, what you grab your donuts with. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Except for it's a little thicker than that. It's, though, a little, it's it, parchment. It's almost like it's uh, it's almost like origami folded around. <laughs> it's like some little Chinaman folded. <laughs> I, actually, I, I didn't see who was in the kitchen. <laughs> it could have been very well. Could've could've been. Been a Chinaman. Uh, I'll let you cut this one. I cut the last one. So this is supposedly a chocolate strawberry. Right, but that was a vanilla strawberry, and I didn't taste any strawberry. Hey, I, I, oh, this one appears to be. <laughs> Do you hear the way that hit the fucking? <laughs> Holy shit! It's gonna be like giving birth tomorrow. Um, I'm gonna take this one. Okay. Uh, it that... smells like chocolate cake. I don't know where they get the strawberry. Maybe. I think she. I think she lied to you, man. But they have a cupcake schedule. Like I was, this lady was asking about all the other cupcakes they had. Like when? What? When is wedding cake day? Like they have one that's birthday cake, which is the one Jenny took. Right. And they have like wedding cake. They have uh, red velvet. Um, there's like chocolate caramel. Oh, like they have days. Like she had to pull out a flip card. That can't be the owner then. Owner would know, I would think, because she made that shit up. If they make like thirty different cupcakes, are you gonna remember that shit? I'd make it my fucking mission to remember that. Oh, I'm gonna dig into this. The frosting's the same. Same frosting. Yep. Same yep. chocolate chips, obviously. Yep, yep, yep. Hmm. Just chocolate cake again. Mm-hmm. Again, that frosting has a little bit of a bite, like of some kind of flavor to it. Still good. Oh, it's fucking excellent. Moist. Oh yeah. yeah. We saved the best for last, I think. I we know that's we know that's flavored. Oh yeah. I mean just look at it. It's heaping with peanut butter frosting oh, and fuck. That, that's gonna be the one that kills us. Peanuts. Like I'm gonna feel like I need to go run. After this, I, I've already run and rode my bicycle and lifted today, and I still feel guilty as fuck. I took a nap on the couch <laughs> after. <laughs> oh. mm. um. You know, all too often you eat a cupcake and they're dry. Mm-hmm. This is a fucking amazing, sir. Like, my family, I was going to bring some out for Father's Day, and my family's like, those are expensive. Mm. I'm like, so? Wow. Yeah, it's Father's Day, for Christ's sake. I feel like I owe you a Wookiee life debt now. Holy no. shit. Just bring a little Cedar Falls to Waterloo. Oh, man, you just make me feel all pretty and Magic Kingdom-y. <laughs> <laughs> this, this one, I, I have a feeling this one's going to be very rich. What do you yeah. think? But strangely, you know, like the... Maybe you should take a picture and post it to the web page. Oh, yeah, 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 let's do that, yeah. 
You know, put it on the Facebook page. Yeah. Uh, I get, you know, a lot of times with something chocolate, it'll be way too rich and it will, uh, I'm a peanut butter fan anyway. Like, uh, I, I kind of wish this was chocolate cake with peanut butter frosting. Oh, that'd be, that'd be pretty fancy. All right, let's see where we're in here. Oh, this is amazing. Yeah, the, this little bakery does pretty good business. I mean, she's only been open one year. She's supposedly going to have a portable cupcake truck. Where they make them in the truck? No, like they're going to make them and then drive around town like an ice cream truck. Like, and it's all cupcakes. Oh, no shit. Yeah, like if you like them on Facebook, they'll, they have updates from last week. Last week was their anniversary. It's, uh, it's good stuff. It looks like a scoop. This looks like a scoop of. Ice cream butter ice cream yeah. on top of a cupcake with, uh, looks like bro- uh, boiled peanuts on top. All right, hold on here. Okay, we've got, we've got it in the, in the wrapper, in the presentation. Now unwrap it. We'll take a picture of the, of the cupcake proper. Ooh, this one's a little. Yeah. It looks like one of those English hats from a, the royal wedding. <laughs> Sticking on the side of the head. Only of the... with better teeth. Yeah. <laughs> Beatrice or whatever that lady's name that yeah, sold her She's been at. like the kind of girl of the hour. Hasn't she's she? a hoochie. No, Pippa's the girl. I oh, know. that's the one, yeah. Pippa, man, I, I do some things with that girl. Mm. <laughs> Not all sling blade type either. <laughs> some people call it a Kaiser blade. Ooh. Ooh, that one came out blurry. Get rid of that one. We're going to get the, I want to get these pictures on here because, ooh, that one came out blurry too. Alright. Alright. Nice and nice and easy. As long as today wins the race. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> See if that one came out clear. All right. Yep. There we go. All right. We'll post those in a minute. Oh man, I'm ready. I'm ready for this. Oh. I feel like I should smear this back on a little bit. It's kind of a little cockeyed. <laughs> cockeyed. Cockeyed with some nuts. <laughs> oh, this is gonna be wild. This is the peanut butter. Now, is, is the cake supposed to be peanut butter flavored? Uh, no, I think it's just the frosting. It's called a salty dog. So it's a white cake, peanut butter frosting. Thank you. Peanut butter frosting with peanuts on it. It's called a salty dog, which I almost oh. m- made the bartender joke. So it's not vodka and grapefruit juice with salt on the rim, because that's a salty dog drink. Mm. The peanut butter. It smells very peanut buttery. Yeah. The frosting is... Is it? Have you tried it? Yeah, it's very peanut buttery. It's very oh, good. Oh, wow. Very good. Wow. All right, here we go. Jenny's going to be disappointed yeah. she didn't take this one. She's going to be mad. Too damn bad. Oh, fuck. They're open until 7 o'clock, so if you go to Pablo's. Oh, wow. That's Oops, fucking... That's, it feels like a heart attack, but it's so yeah. amazing. That's, wow, thank you. It's, yeah, it's totally peanut buttery, like they just dumped a cup of peanut butter in with the frosting. Mm. Oh, yeah. It's not overpowering. No, it's just right. And it's and it's not the kind of peanut butter where it tastes artificial. It tastes like it's peanut butter in there. This has been Food Moments with Sack and Al. Oh, that was all frosting. It's so good, though. And the, the nuts... They're not chopped nuts. They're actual peanut halves. Mm-hmm. So it's it's not a mess. And at the same time, it gives you that texture that you need, especially after eating the other two. 
and you need something to kind of break up the consistency. I couldn't pick. They had like eight different ones, and I couldn't decide what I wanted. Oh, you did good. Mm. Oh, Jesus Christ. But if they have like a schedule, you got to go there like every day. Hey, Roger. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Roger, that's a goodie, man. Roger, I know him. (laughs) Can I get you Bud Light? (laughs) <laughs> he's probably got some in his fridge and his, he's got a three season porch out there he's always got beer in his fridge out there I bet I haven't had a summer beer with Roger yet mm. usually we just stand out in the driveway and drink beer <laughs> your driveway's not close enough to where you just stay in your driveway and stay in his driveway <laughs> right, right. but I tell you it's nice to live in a neighborhood where you got uh, a beer drinking neighbor it looks like he's checking his tomatoes should we ask him <laughs> Hey, you got a tomato for me yet, or what? Yeah, <laughs> anything, uh, make a BLT tonight, you gonna bring me a tomato? Yeah. Is it, is it green or red? Yeah, green. yeah. <laughs> I'm not ready for them yet, then. <laughs> underused, underused and underappreciated. Oh. <laughs> uh. I love my neighbor. <laughs> you, you can't you can't buy that comedic timing. No, right you, don't, there. you can't script that. <laughs> oh, it's good times. <laughs> this has been episode one hundred and sixty-one of Mister Major Podcast. With you as always, I'm Zach, and I'm Al. Big Al, love you. Thank you for the cupcake. Hey, no problem. Salty balls. Because <laughs> he's going the distance. Deliver to his wife. Did he deliver the whole, <laughs> yeah. the whole deal? She's a lunch lady. I used to deliver my 10-pound chubs. <laughs> There's a neon light that says, Ram, a, gla- a gay pleasure. I'm like, oh, (laughs) we're really not in the right place.